Welcome to Hacking Your ADHD, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, William Kerb, and I have ADHD. On this podcast, I dig into the tools, tactics, and best practices to help you work with your ADHD brain. Hey team, this week I'm going to be talking about slowing down. One of the worst parts with ADHD is how that we often feel like we have to do all of the things right now. That if we don't jump from task to task to task, that we're just not going to get anything done. We live a life where we only have two modes, doing nothing and super speed. It's exhausting and we often find ourselves missing important things because we just can't keep up that pace and there's just always more to do. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how we can work on slowing down and trying to find a more comfortable middle ground in between those two modes. If you'd like to follow along on the show notes page, you can find that at hackingyouradhd.com slash 129. Today's podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I was looking for a way to better hit all my nutritional needs, and it quickly became a staple of my morning routine. And that's been one of my favorite parts about using AG1, just how easy it is and how easily it fits into my life. With one scoop of AG1, I'm getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food force ingredients, including probiotics and adaptogens, to help me start my day. It's important to make sure that we're getting a variety of foods into our diet, but with ADHD, making sure that happened can be difficult. With AG1, you're giving yourself the nutritional insurance to make sure that your body is getting what it needs every day. AG1 lets me offload having to worry about if I'm getting all those nutritional needs, and not having that on my mind helps me focus on the things that I actually want to be focusing on. Right now, it's the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com ADHD. Again, that is athleticgreens.com ADHD to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, keep on listening to find out how we can start to slow down. When I'm talking about slowing down, there are a few key areas that we need to be thinking about because slowing down isn't as straightforward as it might seem. This is because when we're talking about slowing down, we're not really talking about just doing things slower. Although it is kind of amusing to me to picture myself doing the dishes in slow motion. What we're really talking about primarily is doing less. This seems like it should be a simple fix then. Just do fewer things. But now we have to choose which things we're doing, because if we're taking our to-do list and just lopping off the bottom half, we're going to find that, hey, maybe there was some important stuff in that half too. In fact, when we look at our to-do list, we tend to see them as all important things. And that's part of our problem here. Sure, there are going to be some gimmies that we can take off our list fairly easily. Things where we're not entirely sure how they ended up on our list in the first place. But for the most part, when we're looking at our to-do list, we're seeing a never-ending list of tasks that just keeps growing. And how can we do less when we already feel like we're behind? But if we want to break free from that feeling of being behind, the answer has to be doing fewer things. 
The issue is that we're truly never going to be caught up on doing everything. I mean, that concept doesn't even particularly make sense to me, especially from my ADHD perspective. If I ever got to the point where everything on my to-do list somehow got completed, well, I'd find new things that I wanted to do. Now, there are three areas that we're going to need to focus on when we're talking about slowing down, and those are time management, task management, that's kind of more about memory, and then activation energy. Today, we're going to focus on the time management side of things. And really, we started that piece last week when we were talking about all those important but not urgent tasks. Part of what's going on here is that when we're on the urgency train and jumping from deadline to deadline, we're only focusing on what's in front of us right now, not what's actually important to us. And I think this is a crucial distinction to make because it's incredibly easy for us to feel like those urgent tasks are the most important things. But again, this isn't as simple as just taking your to-do list and truncating the bottom half. Part of the reason that we like to go fast and do all the things with ADHD is that when we do all the things, we don't necessarily have to choose which things we're doing. We're just trying to do all of it. And the key points to emphasize here is we're trying and not necessarily choosing because we all know that with that method, stuff is always falling through the cracks. And so we're not getting all this stuff done. And what we're not prioritizing is essentially what we're choosing not to do. Now, I also want to be clear here because this sounds like a refrain that we often hear, which is, if we cared, we'd make time for it. And this is not the argument I'm making here. We're legitimately trying to do all of the things. It's just that we're not very good at judging what we're capable of. We're trying to commit to doing these things in good faith, even if it's beyond our ability to do so. So I'm not saying that we're purposely not prioritizing them. What I'm saying is that we're bad at prioritizing. Now, our question here becomes, well, how can I get better at prioritizing? Because this is not an obvious answer when we've spent so much time only prioritizing the things that are most urgent. For right now, what we want to focus on here is looking at the tasks that are going to make everything else easier to do. And sometimes that second part happens in ways that are not always obvious. Because let's say you have something that's hanging over you and taking up a lot of mental space. If you can find a way to either complete that task or offload it somehow, then having that off your plate is going to make everything else a lot easier because you no longer have that mental burden. On that note, we're also going to want to focus on completing tasks that aren't going to be adding additional work to our plates. Sometimes that's going to be unavoidable, but when we're trying to prioritize and help ourselves slow down, what we don't want to be doing is adding new things for us to do. And finally here, we can focus on tasks that are going to make us feel good about having completed them. Sure, doing the dishes isn't always the most important thing for me to be doing, but having a clean kitchen makes me feel better, and when I'm feeling better, it makes it easier for me to focus on other things I need to be getting done. Our most important trick here is letting ourselves slow down enough to do this kind of planning and figuring out what those things are that are our priorities. But another reason that we tend to take on too much is that we can also feel a need to maintain momentum. This is highly based on our fear of, if not now, then when? Or perhaps more accurately, if I don't do this thing this instant, am I ever going to find the motivation to actually complete this project? And I really understand this fear. There are so many projects that I've started but been unable to follow up on because after my initial burst of energy, I just never had the motivation again. This is a topic that I considered a lot when I was writing about energy management and having those low-capacity days. 
When I get those days where everything is clicking, I often try to squeeze more and more out of my day because I know that on the following days, I tend to be drained. But what if what's really going on is that I'm overexerting myself and, in fact, causing those burnout days from that overexertion? That is to say that if I didn't try and squeeze out every last drop on my high-cap days, if instead I allowed myself to have a more reasonable schedule, then perhaps I wouldn't have so many low-capacity days afterwards. Now, I understand there are times when we need to push through and get more done, but I think our real issue is that we simply need to slow down. While I'm a big advocate for rest and recovery, I also think that we wouldn't need nearly as much if we let ourselves go a bit slower. And I know, how can I slow down when I'm already not getting enough done? Well, one advantage of slowing down is that we can be more precise with our actions. So this goes back to what we were talking about, because I'm not simply advocating for us to do less. When we're doing less, we have to be more economical with what we're doing. If I'm going to be choosing the things I spend my time on, I want to be sure that I'm choosing the right things. And I'm not going to lie, this is kind of a scary proposition. Part of the appeal of doing all the things is that I don't have to figure out what's most important. I can just hope it shakes out in my favor. This is where last week's episode about the important but not urgent comes in. And I also want to be clear here that about what important means, because that's something I get caught up in a lot. For a long time, I subscribed to an idea that in that what makes something important is the value of the thing that it produces. But not only that, what was important was how other people valued it as well. This meant that it was incredibly easy for me to write off things that weren't aligned with those perceived outside values. But if something matters to you, regardless of what it is, that makes that thing important. Doing things with friends is important. Pursuing your hobbies is important. Spending time relaxing is important. It's never going to be urgent that I spend time to learn how to do pixel art. And it's not something I ever want to do commercially, but I think it would be fun and it's something that I want to do. And that in itself makes it important. Just that I want to do it. That's all it takes to make something important. And if it's important, then I need to make time for it. But there lies the quandary of this episode. How can we both do less and do more? Because I am advocating for us to do more of the things that are important for us to do. Those things that align with our values. And I think that's why the theme here is slowing down. What we're really trying to do is refocus our efforts. Because all in all, we're going to have the same amount of time in the day. We're still going to be using that same amount of time. The question is, how are we using that time? And are we enjoying our use of that time? What becomes apparent with this paradigm is that we need to focus on our efforts on scheduling fewer things throughout the day. When we're rushing from one thing to the next, we're not giving ourselves the time for all the other important things we need in our lives. We're preventing ourselves from taking those breathers that we absolutely need, and we're forcing ourselves always to be rushing to the next thing because we didn't give ourselves enough time for what we're working on right now. If I'm doing less, it becomes more important that I'm doing the right things. But fortunately, this is a lot easier when I'm going slower because I'm being less reactionary. I'm getting to choose what I want to work on and giving myself enough time to do it. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end. Before you go, though, let's do a quick rundown of today's top tips. One, when we're talking about slowing down, there are three areas that we need to focus on. 
time management, task management, and activation energy. Two, while the simplest solution seems to just be doing fewer things, when we're choosing to do less, it then becomes more important for us to be selecting the right tasks. Three, we can also feel the need to maintain momentum in our day, and that can lead us to overdoing it and burning ourselves out. If we can build the belief in ourselves that we will, in fact, make time for all those important but not urgent tasks, it can help us slow down and only do what we really need to do. That's it. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. You can leave me a message over at hackingyouradhd.com slash contact. You can also reach me on Twitter at hackingyouradhd. And I've also just launched a TikTok channel that you can find by searching for Hacking Your ADHD. If you'd like links or to read this episode's transcript, you can find those on the show notes page at hackingyouradhd.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, the best way is to share episodes with someone you think would get something out of it. Just click the share button on your podcast player and send your bestie the link with something like, hey, I love this episode of Hacking Your ADHD. I'd bet you'd get a lot out of it too. Or you can support the show through my Patreon at hackingyouradhd.com slash Patreon. Sign up for the 2, 5, 10, 25, or even $50 a month level and get some great perks like monthly bonus content or early access to upcoming episodes. That's hackingyouradhd.com slash Patreon. And be sure to check out all the other podcasts on the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. For interviews with fellow ADHDers and ADHD experts, check out Eric Tiver's show, ADHD Rewired. For those of you with kids, be sure to check out Brendan Mahan's show, ADHD Essentials. And even if you don't have kids, his show is still a great resource for ADHD management. If you're interested in exploring issues of race and diversity in ADHD, be sure to check out ADHD Diversified with MJ. I also do a live Q&A with all the hosts of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network on the second Tuesday of the month at 10.30 a.m. Pacific. If you'd like to sign up, just go to ADHDRewired.com slash events. And now for your moment of dad. What do you call gossip about kings and queens? Royal tea.